Good morning. Happy Sabbath. This is Father Mark. Had a beautiful morning this morning at Our Lady of the Isle down here in Grand Isle. And I opened up my homily this morning by sharing with uh, the congregation just uh, my transition in this month of July has just been filled with a lot of grace. Uh, Just a, a new pace in life, which is much more human and a lot of silence. A lot of solitude. It's been a beautiful time just to look back on the previous seasons of life and to um, just really hear the voice of the Lord speaking clearly to my heart. For the last several years, I've tried to go to confession at least twice a month. And as I was preparing to celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation this past week, I really just felt called by God to bring to the confession any of the sins that would have been a part of the previous chapter in life. I've done that a couple times already, but it's, it's always usually a very therapeutic spiritual experience. It's very humbling. William Barry once said that prayer is a, a long, loving look at the real. And so a lot of what my experience of God was this week was just a real long, loving look at the real. And when I look back in the previous season, um, I certainly see there's been a lot of blessings, lots of grace, powerful experiences of God. But what I particularly brought to the sacrament from this previous season was a lot of struggle, some suffering, and some sin. And as I was preparing for the sacrament of reconciliation, I was just honest about the struggle, the suffering, and the sin. Now, what happened this week is as I was preparing for the Sacrament of Reconciliation, I was also reading the readings that were part of Mass today, and I came across Romans 8.28, which is in the second reading from today, and I have to be honest with you, I really struggled with it. I haven't sparred with God like this in a long time, but there was some some tough conversation both ways. I want to read the the line that was in the second reading that I struggled with so much. St. Paul says, and I quote, We know that all things work for good for those who love God. End quote. Let me say that again. Romans 8, 28 from the second reading. We know that all things work for good for those who love God. And I just really struggled with that because I was looking at my my struggle and my suffering and my sin. And I, and I, I said to God, really like all that works for good. Hurricane Hannah that hit Texas, that, that works for good. I mean, Romans said all things work for good, right? So COVID works for good and the economy and stress and people's problems, like, like all that works for good. Like I really struggled this week I couldn't wrap my mind around how all things, even the bad things, could eventually work for good for those who love God. So just I tried to, to just share my heart with God, and I was brought back to a journal entry from my journal many years ago where God said to me, to know as God knows, we must see as God sees. Let me say that again. To know as God knows we must see as God sees. And what I came to really understand this past week was that a lot of the reasons why I don't know 
the answers to these questions about how all things work for good for those who love God. The reason I don't know that is because I don't see the way that God sees. The reason I've struggled to know how my suffering or my struggle or my sin could actually help me is because I don't see as God sees, right? So to know as God knows, we must see as God sees. And what I'd like to do today is unpack with you some very significant ways that God sees life differently than we do. And therefore, if we're going to know as God knows, we must see as God sees. The first thing is that when God sees our current experience, he sees it through our ultimate destiny. Let me say that again. God sees our current experience through our ultimate destiny. St. Paul also wrote Philippians. And in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, he said that our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. One more time, he says, our citizenship is in heaven. What he's saying is that our ultimate destiny is heaven, not earth, right? We have a temporary residence on earth that's away from our permanent reality, our permanent citizenship, right? So here in Grand Isle, lots of people may live in Thibodeau or Homa, but they have a, a place here in Grand Isle where they come for the weekend. So even what we know here in Grand Isle is that you can have a temporary place that you are, Grand Isle, but a permanent residence somewhere else. And the same is true with life, right? Our temporary existence is here on earth. Our permanent residence is with God in heaven, right? So we're, we're, we're not going to live on earth forever, but we're going to live somewhere forever, right? And so when God looks at my life, he sees it through the lens of my ultimate destiny to be with him in heaven, right? I, I shared with the congregation this morning, I said, imagine that you took one grain of sand from the beach in Grand Isle, just one grain of sand. That's how long we are on earth compared to all the other grains of sand on the beach. And in the Gulf itself, all of those are a fraction of a second of eternity, now, if you put a grain of sand right on the side, compare it to all the sand on the beach, that's a fraction of a second of eternity as opposed to our entire life on earth, right? God wants me to get to heaven, and sometimes I'm so focused on earth that I lose sight of where I'm ultimately heading. So when I'm struggling or when I'm suffering or when there's sin in my life, that's a lot of times because I'm so focused on earth my earthly existence, and I want help in my earthly existence. And of course, God's with me in my earthly existence, but he sees my life differently. He sees the whole of it, my destiny to go to heaven. Second thing is that God sees all of time all at once, right? So heaven, it's forever. It's limitless. That means it has no limits, no boundaries. It's bound by nothing, which means God is not bound by time. He sees all time at once because there's no boundaries in heaven, right? So God can see my past. He can see my future. He sees my present all at once. He sees differently than I see. So there were, there were some things that I thought were really important for us to kind of unpack today. And if you can grab the notes off of the bulletin online, you can follow me there. God is not bound by time. He sees our future when sometimes all we see is our present. Let me say that again. I want you to think about when you're struggling, 
or maybe when you've struggled in the past, and maybe somebody you know who's struggling now. When God sees our future, when sometimes all we can see is our present. Like I used an image at Mass this morning where we have some flowers in front of our ambo where we read the readings, right, the podium. And I was standing behind the podium where I could not see the flowers because I was behind the podium, right? And I, I said, imagine that the answered prayer in my life is the flowers. And I am blocked from seeing that because of the podium. So I was standing behind the podium and I said, from the way I see it, from my perspective, I can't see the flowers. And then what I did is I walked way out in front of the podium from on the side where now I could see like behind the podium and in front of the podium all at once. I said, that's how God sees my life, right? God sees my future and my present all at the same time. So sometimes when I can't see a blessing, when I can't see a breakthrough, I can't see a reason why something bad happened. God can see it because of the way that he sees my life. God sees our future when sometimes all we can see is our present. God sees our past when we often forget how we got where we are. Let me say that again. God sees our past when sometimes we have forgotten how we got where we are. And I I can't tell you how many times that I struggle in life because of me, right? Just to be honest, it's because of the choices I make. Most of our struggles in life are not just going to pop out of the sky we probably made a lot of small mistakes along the way, and we just forget that. So we forgot how we got where we are, but God doesn't. He can show us that, and if we learn from that, then it can work for our good, right? Number three, God's not bound by perspective. He sees a solution when all we see is our struggle. Let me say that again, huh? God sees a solution when all we see is our struggle, Because when you're struggling, all you can focus on, all you can hear, all you can see is the struggle. And God, because he sees our future, right? He he sees the solution. God is not bound by desire, which means he sees what we need when sometimes all we see is what we want, right? I can't tell you how many times when I'm struggling, I just want out. And God sees what I need. Sometimes I need to be stretched, Sometimes I need to be tested. Sometimes I need discipline. Sometimes I need to learn how to be consistent. God sees what I need when sometimes all I see is what I want. And finally, God sees what will get us to heaven when sometimes all we want is earth. God sees the things in our life that are going to ultimately get us to heaven. And sometimes I don't want those things. I just want what I, I, I like here on earth. But God sees what will get us to heaven, then sometimes all we can see is what will get us to earth. And I shared the image that I think a lot of the reasons why I struggle with the bad things in life, right? I don't know how all these things could work for good for those who love God. It's because I just presume that in the struggle, God's not there. I'm relearning this over and over in my life that just because things are tough or dark or silent or or, or difficult doesn't mean that God's not there. It just means that it's difficult and silent and, and tough, right? God, God's with us all the time. And one of the things that the Lord put on my heart was an image that I'd forgotten about, but it was just really important for me to remember it this week. I was laughing with the congregation this morning about my childhood. I grew up, my mom started babysitting when I was a kid. And, um, 
my mom has a beautiful gift with children, just a beautiful gift. And lots of times when a baby is fidgety, I could just see my mom, she'd pick up that baby and, and she says away with kids and they would stop crying. But, but specifically, y'all, y'all knew this, right? When a baby misses its nap in the afternoon, it'll get real fidgety and cranky at night, right? And, and sometimes you don't just hold a baby. Sometimes you just you, you embrace a baby and you, you push that baby in the, into your chest and you hold it tight. Well, imagine the eyes of a child who's struggling when that child is embraced by its mother and the head of the child is just kind of like pressed into the chest of the mother. The, the eyes of the baby can't see anything. All it sees is darkness. But just because the baby can't see its mother doesn't mean the mother's not there. In fact, in that image, the reason the baby can't see its mother is because the mother's so close, so very present. And the same thing is true with God sometimes. I learned that again this week, that sometimes in my past, when I haven't been able to see God, it's because he's been so close rather than far away. So I just share that as good news with you today. I know that some of us listening may just need good news. And if you need good news, here's the good news, like God's real. And here's the good news that All things do work for good who love God because God sees differently than we see. And if we're going to know as God knows, we have to see as God sees. Here's a little homework for you. If you're looking for something that you might just be able to take a little deeper, I would pray with Romans chapter 8 today. Again, on the notes for this homily, which you can either find in our bulletin or you can just find on Facebook. The notes there. I have verses 24 to 39 listed, and I would just encourage you to pray with that. That's your homework. Romans chapter 8, 24 to 39. Pray with that today and ask God to remind you where he's been when you can't see what he sees. It's been great being with you. Let's keep praying for each other, and let's celebrate the fact that today, if we're going to know as God knows, we have to see as God sees. God bless you.